You're listening to the Doc Lounge Podcast. This is a place for candid healthcare conversations with physician recruitment industry's top executives and thought leaders. This podcast is made possible by Pacific Companies, your trusted advisor in physician recruitment. My name is Summer Gilbert, and I am the Director of Marketing and Branding here at Pacific Companies. Today on the podcast, we have Dr. Joanne Rink. Dr. Rink is a general surgeon, and she has quite the resume. I mean, we could do an entire podcast discussing her experience alone. Dr. Inc. just started working in locum tenens for the first time in her career, and we're going to speak with her today about that transition and learn more about her journey as a physician. Chatting with Dr. Rink today, we have Pacific Company CEO Gary Cook and also our senior level physician recruiter for the locum tenens division, Horacio Rojas. I love saying his name. Did I say it right? Horacio Rojas. <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much, Dr. Rink, for being here, and let's get started. Dr. Rink, I wanted to thank you for joining us today. Um, this is Gary Cook, and I'm here with Horatio, and we wanted to just kind of go over some uh, questions that we had for you about your background and tr- in hopes of helping some of the uh, residents and medical, stu- medical uh, school students out there that are uh, looking at choosing uh, what specialty they are in. So having said that, I guess what we'd like to ask you first is, why did you want to go into medicine? Um, I think similar to most people who decide to go to medical school, we start out young and very idealistic, and we want to save the world. And uh, it, it sounds, it may sound kind of cliche or trite, but I, I think people really do. They, we, we want to help other people. We want to make a difference. Um, and, you know, hopefully as you grow older and go through your career, you don't lose that zest that I, I still want to save the world. And it may be one person at a time. You may have to kind of scale back your goals a little bit. And say, I can help one person right. at a time. But but it's, it's really that desire to help, to make a difference. Thank you for sharing. Nice. Thank you. And why did you choose general surgery? Um, I think I had I had some early influences in my career. I before I went to medical school, I worked as a medical assistant for a plastic surgeon, and and honestly, I was in awe of the man and and the difference that he made in people's lives. Um, surgery is one of those things that you can you do a very specific intervention over a short period of time and you get to see a positive outcome pretty quick versus um, like internal medicine where you're treating more chronic diseases. Um, yeah, and you don't get to see the outcome quite as quickly. Um, so to me, that was very motivating to be able to do, do a specific short intervention and see a positive result in people's lives pretty quickly. Great. I'm curious, you know, after practicing general surgery for all these years, what things surprised you about the specialty uh, and maybe some things that uh, you didn't know when you chose to do general surgery? Um, I, I think with any job, there's a lot of kind of on-the-job training, and, and you learn you learn things about the right. profession as you go along. And I think I didn't really expect that. I expected when I got out of residency that I was, I was going to be ready. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's even now, uh, I've been doing it for like 17 years. It's I still learn new things. 
and you, you just, you have to be open to learning new things. You can't kind of assume, oh, I'm through school and I'm through residency and I know everything because you never know everything. There's always new stuff to learn. That's one of the right. things I really like about locums is I get to go to different places and different settings and I see that people do things differently. And it's, it's okay. It doesn't have to be this one set way. There's yeah, lots of ways to approach things. Yeah, we get that feedback a lot with regards to locum tenants. And, you know, I just wanted to say you have such a positive attitude. You're always um, inspiring me just to keep that positive attitude. But I'm sure there's some things that you don't like about practicing your specialty. What do you like most and least about practicing your specialty? Um, well, I'll start with, like, what things I like most, and that is that it is a constant learning experience. Uh I enjoy interaction with the patients. I enjoy interaction with my colleagues. Um, the thing that I probably enjoyed the least is uh, there seems to be a lot more as, as the years have gone on. There's and, and it may be that there's more or it may just be that I'm more aware of it. There's a lot more burdensome uh, paperwork, administration, and when the new electronic medical records came online, I was like, wait a minute, I didn't sign up for to be a computer expert. I signed up to be a physician. Uh, and it's taken a while to learn that the electronic medical records, I just have to approach it that that is part of patient care. Um, and there are some things about electronic medical records that do make it easier. And there are other things that make it more difficult, but, but it's all part of patient care. Right. And that's something that's changed a, a lot over the years is the, you know, uh, technology component of everything that's, that's added more to your schedules out there. Yes, it adds more time. And especially for people who are in private practice and are, um, uh, uh, trying to, you know, every hour that you spend at work is, is, um, it translates into income. And if you're not seeing patients and operating, then there's no income there. And the more time you have to spend on the computer, the less time you have to be operating. Yeah. Is that one of the reasons that you went into private practice with general surgery is to have that autonomy? I, yes, I really wanted that. And, and that was before we had electronic medical records. And then when electronic medical records came on board and there's so many government regulations and I just can't keep track of all of them. I, I put a sincere effort into it to try to do it perfect so that I'd get the correct reimbursement. And every year it was some new rule that I had overlooked and I didn't quite make it to, to get the appropriate reimbursement. And, and you feel like you're being punished. Um, and so that's really nice with, with either locums or if you go to an employed position, um, you have a set salary, you, you put in hours and you get back a set, set salary. And there, there's other people at the hospital and there's other people at the clinics that keep track of following all those rules. The rules are constantly changing. And for me, that was a huge frustration. And, I, and honestly, I was ready to retire. And then I talked to a colleague who was doing locums and he'd been doing it for about five years and he loved it. Um, and so that kind of got me thinking, well, maybe I don't, maybe I don't have to retire. Maybe I can go do locums. Um, and I've, I've found I'm very happy doing locums. 
It's interesting you bring that up because I hear that a lot out there that, um, you know, after years of practicing, just some of the burdens that locums really kind of frees you up from, from some of those things. And uh, we hear a lot of doctors moving the, the locums route. And it sounds like you've kind of had that experience as well. Yes, very much so. And at first I thought, oh, locums is going to be hard because every place I go, it's going to be a different electronic medical records. Um and actually, that has not been an issue at all, because as you go to different systems, you realize that each system, they all have the same function. The buttons may look a little bit different and the, the access to get there may be a little bit different, but all the systems basically do the same thing. And the locums assignment that I have right now, the hospital has been fantastic because they want me to document correctly because that's how they get reimbursed. They've assigned different people that will come and show me how to do things. Um, which is great because it makes my job easy. Yeah, for sure. So I'm curious, you know, we have a lot of listeners out there uh, today that are, you know, in medical school and they're thinking about, you know, what path they want to take, what specialty they want to choose, what residency program they want to choose. What advice would you give someone looking back now? Find something that you really love, that, that you can be very passionate about because as as the hours get long in the day and, and uh, you end up spending holidays at the hospital instead of at home with your family, you really need to be passionate about what you're doing uh, to, to hang in there and keep doing it. You know, don't choose something because that's what your mom did or that's what your dad did or that's what your friend is doing. Right. Choose what, what you love and what fits you. And, and the more, you know, it seems like young people nowadays, they're all about, um, uh, what does this job do for me? And and you can't uh, you can't approach medicine that way. Um, it, it it takes all of you. It just kind of is very all encompassing, and you get back out only what you put into it. I think that's very solid advice. Yeah, if you had to do it over again, would you pick the same specialty? And you know why or why not? Would you say? You know, I knew you were going to ask me this question, <laughs> so I've, I've actually thought about it quite a bit. And um, a year, a year and a half, or two years ago, before I found the the locums outlet, uh, when I was uh, doing more private and hospital employed practice, I would have said no. I would have said, no, I would not go into medicine again. It's, you know, it was it just got so burdensome, all the rules and all the administration stuff. And, and I was just ready to walk away. And I would have told people, no, choose something different. Um, but now with locals, my attitude has changed completely. And I, I love it again. I'm, I'm back in love with my specialty. Sounds like it's removed some of the burdens for you and let you go back to practicing medicine completely you guys have taken away all of that burdensome stuff <laughs> uh, and and you make it easy i really get that sense from you dr rankin it's it's very satisfying to hear you say that that you're that you're loving it so much and that I, I was able to help you in that and be a part of that at all so i'm curious and i'm sure a lot of our listeners are um you know you've practiced medicine and, and surgery for quite some time what, what has been the most interesting case for you so far Oh, most interesting. Um, I guess there was a, and this was a long, long time ago. This was when I was still a resident. There was a uh, 
penetrating injury to the neck that I did with one of our attending surgeons. And we spent hours and hours in the operating room trying to identify the injury. There was, there was so much hematoma and tissue swelling that it, it just took a long time to get to the actual injury. And that was, to me, probably a very interesting case just because it wasn't an area that I usually operated in. Um, other interesting cases that I've had over the years is I've dealt with a number of patients with necrotizing fasciitis, with just, just horrible soft tissue loss and skin loss. And those patients become more of a project where you pick them up at the beginning and, and hopefully you follow them all the way through to their recovery. Uh, they end up needing months of wound care and usually skin grafts and rehabilitations. So they're memorable because you work with them for such a long time. And, it, and it's satisfying that that you save them because the mortality rate with that disease is pretty high. Yeah, I can imagine. I noticed you've done um, a few of those there at the facility where you are now as a locum tenens provider. And you mentioned a lot of follow-up. How's that working out so far? So actually, um, you have to adjust your mentality a little bit because a lot of surgeons go out there and, you know, we tend to take everything on our own shoulders, um, you know, try to be responsible for everything. Well, as a locums, I've had to adapt to more of a team mentality. And uh, so the general surgeons that are there at the facility all the time that I work at, I become their team member and they become my team member. And when I'm not there, I hand off to them. And when I come back, they hand off back to me. And the doctor that I'm working with right now is fantastic. He gives me feedback and he lets me know how the patients are doing when he sees them in the office. And um, I'm, I'm very fortunate. I just have a very good relationship with the surgeons that are full-time at the facility that I'm going to. That's, that's the other thing that's, I'm going to diverge just a little bit, but that's the other thing that's great about locums is generally the places that you're going, they are genuinely happy to see you coming because you are there to help them. Absolutely. They, they have a need, they have a hole in their schedule and you're, you're helping. No, that's, that's very true. And, you know, I want to kind of shift gears to talk a little bit about locum tenens because there's, you know, there's lots of people out there who've never done locum tenens or they may have some trepidation about doing a locum tenens assignment because they don't know about it. So I guess first what I'd like to ask you is why did you choose to go the locums route? What, what, what made you take that leap? Um, just, well, part of it was the administrative paperwork computer burden that was kind of sucking the joy out of medicine for me. And locums is pretty much um, taken that off the plate completely so that it's enjoyable again. Um, the other thing was we, we had moved and um, we moved because of my husband's work. I didn't want to, I didn't want to be at work all the time, but I still wanted to work. I'm not ready to, to uh, let go of my career just yet. I think this is going to be a very nice transition for me into retirement. And now, honestly, I'm thinking of retirement 10 or 15 years from now instead of six months from now. <laughs> that um, sounds like you've had a change there for sure. Very. So has locums helped the work-life balance? Oh, yes. Yes, immensely. 
Um, when I'm at work, I'm at work and I'm totally focused on work because I'm not thinking, oh, I have to get home by 530 because that's what time my husband gets home or, you know, I have to go do this at home when I'm at work because I'm literally in a totally different location. Uh, I just focus on work. And the same thing when I go home, I'm at home. I am 100% at home. I'm not sitting at home worried, oh, I have paperwork I should be doing at the office. I'm just at home enjoying my family. That's fantastic. So I'm curious, what advice would you give to someone who's never uh, done locums before and who's considering it? Talk to people that are doing it. Find somebody else that's doing it. Or um, if, if you can't find another colleague that's doing it, and I'd be happy to talk to anybody. If you guys want to use my phone number and I'll talk to people because the people that I talk to who are doing locums helped me immensely. Uh, but you can also just call Pacific Companies and ask to talk to one of their representatives. Talk to Horatio, and he can tell you about locums. He can tell you everything that the company offers and what you can expect. Thank you. I think that's very sound advice and we appreciate that. So I, I wanted to uh, talk, talk about some a little bit off topic here in closing. Um, so I understand that your son has recently wrote a book. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, he has. It is actually a web serial. Um, so it's just on the web and it's under a website called Royal Road. And this website, it's just a place for new authors to publish their short, it's usually short stories. Um, so it'll start out where there might be five or 10 chapters available. And then if you sign up onto their website, like every once a week or once a month, depending on the author, you'll get another chapter. And uh, his book is called Aestia Valley. It's A-E-S-T-I-A Valley. And his author name is Alex Scriber. His story is about a um, young person growing up in kind of a alternate civilization, kind of a fantasy novel. So it's that kind of genre. Um, and it's aimed at um, teens and young adult readers. So we'll put a we'll put a link um, underneath this podcast. So if any of the listeners want to check it out, um, but that's really interesting that your your son wrote a book. So he didn't do the medicine route. So how did that work? Did did you think he was going to go into medicine, or kind of did more of the, like the creative route? So neither of my children went into medicine. And I think part of that is my husband's a computer software programmer type of person, and I'm medicine. So as they were growing up, dad was home on weekends, dad was home at night, mom was never there. So I think it was a pretty easy choice for them. Um, you know, they didn't want that lifestyle. And um I think at, at some point for, for medicine or surgery, um, you, I hate to say it this way, but you almost, you almost have to put your time in and get to a point in your career where you are really comfortable with the tasks, the tasks that your job requires, and, and then start looking into the locums. Because with the locums, like I'm going to have a different partner every place I go. 
and it's very nice when you're learning and trying to develop your confidence to have good partnerships, people who will watch your back and you'll watch their back, kind of take care of each other. Um, I think that's key earlier in your career. But um, later, once you're really comfortable with all the technical tasks and things that you have to do, I think people should find a place, find a place where you don't have to be there all the time because people need a break. I would imagine locums would be exciting from the standpoint of, you know, going to different locations, seeing different parts of the country, also meeting new people. But even as a surgeon, you know, being around different types of surgeons, you know, maybe seeing, you know, different techniques or just, you know, uh, being around different people, I think would be very exciting than being stuck in one place, you know, all the time for 20 years. I agree, I agree with you very much with what you're saying, Gary, and because it gives people an opportunity to, to see how, how people approach different problems. Cause there's more than, like I said earlier, there's more than one answer to every type of problem or situation that you encounter. And yeah, the more places that you see, the more um, options you learn and the more tools you have in your tool bag. Yeah. So how would you evaluate a, a good locums from a bad from your perspective? Um, well, I haven't had a bad one, so, so I don't really know. But um, I think try and get to meet the, pers- the people that you're going to be working with. Um, but you get to do that. When you on your first assignment, when you first go out there, you meet the people that you're going to be working with. And in general, like I said, they're going to be happy that you're there because you're allowing them some time to spend with their family or some time to focus on their office and building their practice and not having to take call all the time. That's kind of your role is to give them some relief. But you want to you want to you want good partners. You want good people to work with. Um, it's, It's interesting. I've the place that I'm at right now, they actually use a large number of uh, locums or people that kind of come and go. And at first I thought that might be a red flag, but it's really not. The system works um, just because people communicate really well. And, and when people are at work, they're totally focused on work. They're not distracted. I think it's a good opportunity I think it's a good opportunity from both sides too, in the sense that, you know, you're going in there getting to, to know their culture and then they get an opportunity to get to know you. And if it works, you continue doing the locums assignment and extending it. If it's not a good fit, then you can go off to find the better culture and place that's for you and they can fi- do vice versa. Would you agree with that? I agree with that very much. Yes, yes. Even for people that are looking for a permanent location, locums is a good way to get to know a place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we really appreciate you taking the uh, time to visit with us today. It's been very insightful, and uh, we certainly wish you the best and look forward to continue working with you. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you to all our listeners. If you'd like to be notified when new episodes air, make sure to hit that subscribe button. And thank you to Pacific Companies. Without you guys, this podcast would not be possible. If you'd like to be a guest or for more information, go to www.pacificcompanies.com.